0: Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host Epifanio and this is episode 687. And today we will start diving into the gift of Genki 41, which is anticipation. And what is anticipation? This gift, this, this gift of anticipation. Why, why, would, why would that even be a gift? It's basically the consequence of expressing... Fantasy with love. The expression of fantasy with a closed heart gives us uh, the lack of life. Gives us uh, um um. There's it's a no starter, as we saw um, during the shadow of this genie. In the, in the last three episodes, we've been looking into. This is the beginning of the journey. This is the start codon, right? The the ring of origin where everything in, in a genetic sequence, there's a specific um, a set of instructions uh, that, that starts the codon on, on a very, uh, starts a very different kind of instruction. And when you, whenever you see these, um, these three letters on a genetic code, uh, that's when a new instruction is gonna start, right? So this is the beginning of the coding. And that, but, in the shadow that's th- this energy doesn't go anywhere; it just we just sit there looking at stuff, fantasizing right and and even when we put action, because there is no connection with life, because of fear, because of of this uh energy that when we're talking about the reactive nature, uh we still not going anywhere, we are just spinning. A hamster in a, in a hamster will it is is some energy. There is st- some stuff happening, but we are not fulfilled. Things are not actually happening. You see all of these people that they do so much all the time. And they're so busy. And still, you know, their life, are, 20 years later, they're still the same. They're just tired and old and, and, and you know, maybe even sick. Why? Because without love, nothing grows. It decays. Love is power. And power is to be expressed, to be shared. Love is to be given. That's the purpose of the light of creation is to flow uninterrupted for all eternity. Forever and ever in all directions. You can't hoard love. So when we have, we're looking at this, you know, from this prism, P R I S M, and the light is refracting through the prism. Um, we're looking from this very specific archetype, this 41st Jinky, we're looking at the future. When we have risen the frequency, even in the shadow, we're still looking at the future, but we're not experiencing it. We're not manifesting, we're not coagulating, we're not downloading it, we're not participating in that experience. <laughs> when we open the heart and, and, and still look at this same archetype, experience, observe it, become it. Now, what are we going to get? We're going to get glimpses of the future. And what it is, is really just, um, it's not even any mystical stuff, if you want to call it like that. It's just uh, the ability to recognize how the story goes. Everything, our lives, our, all the entire universe is, is a story, the story of life. And if you can understand how life works according to the seals, when you're understanding how life develops in the first seal, how it develops in the second and the third, and when everything changes in the fourth seal, now you have a very different type of story. The story we've had throughout the dark ages is the story of the third seal. The closed third seal, no activating, no no activated solar plexus ganglia, right? What is this? Is the power uh over others. The and the and you you look at the empires that fall and rise and fall and rise and fall throughout history. Same pattern. Same 80-year cycles of, you know, these this loops. And ultimately, what happens is that new generations forget the lessons of the past generations and, and they fall to the same obstacles, the same pitfalls. If there is not an evolutionary jump into uh, the balance, equality of the polarity between the reactive and the repressive nature of this shadow. This is the key to the to the path uh, so to enlightenment and to manifestation of a high frequency civilization. when we're talking about people that can see the future and bring that we're talking about shamans and prophets and and even just storytellers and jo- jesters and courts of old, right? People that can see these patterns looping, especially if we were looking from a third seal point of perspective, we're looking at a loop that is inevitable. We're just going to see the same thing happen. If we can anticipate that, then we can shift directions and maybe shift our attention, move, make decisions. A lot of possibilities are available to us when we have this foresight, right? Right? Now raise that frequency because this happens once we've uh, achieved that balance, open up that third, that, that third seal, open it, raise that kundalini up to the fourth seal. Now we're having a neutral place where the male and female polarities um, depolarized. There is no longer a, a, a tilt towards the reactive or the repressive nature of the shadow. There's, there's a centeredness. And in that centeredness, we find the ability to perceive a specific stream from their cache, what they call morphogenetic fields, right? And, and this gift is literally because all of these jinkies are hologenetic. They're intertwined, right? They're interconnected. So every gift is literally that, the ability to access a certain morphogenetic field with a certain type of information, in this case, the information that we're seeing is the next, uh, what, what happens next in the story. But the story changes once there's no longer that uh, unbalance in the, from the third seal in, in terms of um, weakness of, of the use or misuse of power. Because the power needs to be expressed. If we don't express them, we get cancer or a heart attack. We die. Or or whatever other disease you name it, you know they're all the same. They just have different names. It's, it's 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 the you're turning that power. That power is imploding the body, and eventually it kills us. It kills everybody. That is when the power is not expressed. Now when the power is expressed, that would be the uh, repressive nature. When the power is expressed, but still in the third seal closed, third seal in the shadow of of it's still fear. It turns into anger, it turns into aggression, it turns into um, an expression of of uh, uh, um, unsettledness that cannot be um, resolved. And, and it is eventually either, it's not necessarily going to have that much of an internal problem, but it, it's still a short circuit. So eventually it kills you. <laughs> and on its way, it's going to make life miserable for you and for everybody around you. When we raise that frequency to the fourth seal, open up that gift. Now that power is being expressed. You have become a giver. The power is the power of God flowing through your heart, reaching the world, touching the world, affecting the world. But from a place not of wanting from the world, but giving from the light of God that comes through your heart. Completely different experience. And ultimately, it's not like just by being there, you're going to completely heal everything. You need to keep that journey going up. In fact, at the fourth seal, is not even that expression of that love. It's just uh, the, the, the beginning of the, the realization, the opening, the, the, the presence with that power. It needs to reach to the, third, to the fifth seal so that it's become that broadcasted signal. And that is the path of the gift. In this case, you become capable of of seeing, uh, anticipating what's going to happen. And that becomes incredibly useful for you and for everybody. You become a gift wherever you go. Because now, you know, if you're playing a soccer match, you can feel where and what's going to happen. And you can, you know, move into a position so that you can hit that, that ball. And that is a silly example. But... You know, talk about that if you are a, a, a stock trader, or or you know, you know about um, you know business acquisitions of companies, or simply how to how to communicate in a in a relationship, or in, in a date, or how to uh, know what's going to happen when your spouse suddenly you're picking something up. You might be able to change things in order to um, tilt the 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 future, if you will, towards a, a more beautiful expression instead of maybe a conflict, it, it becomes incredibly powerful. So we're going to be diving into that today. But before we dive into that, if you're new to the podcast and you don't know what we're talking about here, you want to go to that's journ.tv. That's j o u r n.tv. That's the homepage of the podcast. And uh when you get to when you get there at the bottom there's a black menu with five links one of them says jinkies click on that one and that will take you to episode 256 you can start listening to that episode and that will get you started with what we're doing here we're learning how to heal ourselves by reclaiming our power from the unconscious we have leaks of attention in the unconscious of stuff that we haven't been able to properly digest in our experience uh, uh, in in this life. And it comes coded through our whole bloodline. When we are capable of looking at this stuff in the unconscious and make it conscious, we reclaim uh, parts of our power and we became more capable of being more present and more peaceful and uh, have more ability to hold our attention where we want to put it, without manifesting because of that attention is going to be an electromagnetic ripple that uh, goes through reality, organizing reality, and then it's going to bring that ripple back as manifestation. The, our manifestations are going to have less uh, uh, strangeness that we are unsure why they're there because if we are you know, creating clear attention in, in our manifestations, we, we get that manifested reality later and we go like, well, where that came from? It comes from the unconscious. That attention is also creating reality. We're incredibly powerful beings. So becoming aware of our unconscious puts us in the present. And the way to do that is by learning how to uh, surrender this incredible use of this power to the light of God. The love through our heart. Learning how to express our power with love. And that's what we're doing here. So when you, when you uh, are on that page, episode 256, if you scroll down a little bit, you will see a link that says, click here to get your own free personalized hologenetic profile. This is a map that we're using to find uh, these misunderstandings of reality, these shadows, these leaks of attention uh, that we have in the unconscious. And we have 11 entry points on that map when you go when you click on that link it'll take you to the jinkies website you download your map it's free to download and then you can come back to this page episode 256 and there's a whole explanation there on how to read it every single word that you see on that map is tailored specifically for you it's personalized and you go at the very top there's a search uh, and you can put, put on that search any word that appears on your map and you'll and give you one or many episodes that we've recorded. We have almost 700 episodes and about at least 600 of them talk about this. And there's an index on that page, episode 256, uh, where it tells you where you can find all of the areas of this map. There's charts, there's a video, there's another podcast uh, from Richard Rod, the author of this uh, beautiful system, The Gene Keys. And there's resources with more links to the Jinky's website. Everything you need. And at the very bottom, there's even a link if you want to schedule a one-on-one call with me so I can help you one-on-one how to get started with this, if that's what you need. But everything is in the podcast. And we have lots of episodes that talk about this. This is the entry point, this map. It's 11 entry points, but the entire work is the 64 jinkies. We're talking about 64 basic archetypes of reality. When we understand how reality, how consciousness weaves through reality and builds reality, we are no longer at the mercy of uh, ignorance. And because of ignorance, all of the atrocities and, and, and suffering that you know the world is made of and our life, We can um, move through life in a very different way. And ultimately, that leads to a life of fulfillment. And ultimately, that life leads uh, 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 to a moment of surrender to the mystery, to the great unknown, the, the universe, the grand akash, God, if you want to call it, your higher self. Doesn't matter. Great spirit, Jesus, Buddha, whatever you want to call it. And that's our destiny. And not just as individuals, but as a civilization. And so, um, so all of that information is there to uh, get started with this. And so if you want to learn more about Planet Homemaking, TV, Pearl Planet, Who Am I? Click on the About tab and listen to episode one. Number one here, what we're doing is heal ourselves, becoming self-empowered, authentic, uh, sovereign beings. That understand the nature of divine dichotomy, which is all of us we are one organism. We just need to be able to uh, see it properly like it is, and then you will stop looking at people as they are separate. and and, and when we understand that, then love makes sense. because love in the midst of atrocity and human nature, you know, like you would call it in quotes, right? It be it sounds like a fantasy. <laughs> so funny because we're looking at Jinky Forty One, right? Like, oh, unicorns and rainbows, we fantasy kingdom of heaven, yay, Christ consciousness, fantasy, fantasy, fantasy. No, it is not. It is because it's being perceived from the limited perception of the personality, the body mind consciousness that uh, it's afraid of dying. And so um, because of that, there is no perception of unity. And, and not even unity, wholeness, oneness in, in all of humanity. Because there's there's not enough consciousness and not enough understanding of how things actually work in order for us to properly see uh, the fullness and the completeness of the full picture. But when we start understanding all of the elements, putting them together, everything starts it starts to make sense. right? So that's number one, heal ourselves, reclaim our power, express the love of God through our heart, and reclaim our kingdom. You know we are the children of God. We are incre- incredibly glorious beings. and, and it's, it's our divine destiny to awaken to a, a, what's called Christ consciousness. This is where we're moving. and, and, and before that we can that, that can happen, we are in the middle of a transition and an initiation, if you will to uh, this consciousness, but we need to wake up. Wake up to the true nature of reality, understand what is going on, not only at, a, at an internal, physical, mental, spiritual level, but uh, as a whole, as, as a humanity, as one organism. And we need to be able, just the same process as we're looking into our darkness, into our shadow, in the unconscious, and make bring shining the light there, bringing that information to the conscious and let the light of God heal our past, and, and and show us the gem, the pearl of our experiences, we need to look at the shadow of the world, which is the consequence of the individual shadows of every single human being. And we need to uh, be able to have the spiritual strength to know the truth of what's really going on in the world. We are living in this reality, in an illusion, in a matrix reality, if you will. The only thing real here is the people our relationships and our creations before they get absorbed into the matrix. Every single system in this reality, from government to finances, to economics, to business, to technology, to education, and health, health, it's not really health, pharmaceutical, agriculture, geology, history, everything it's based, it's been built from the shadow. And because it's built from the shadow, it's, uh, it's missing the vital element, which is love. And without love, nothing is real. So everything that has been created in this reality, in this system, it's collapsing. And it's, we're going to see it collapse in this lifetime. In this, the next few years, it's, it's already crumbling. The entire thing is falling because it's, uh, it's, it no longer serves the future, a future of we're looking at true equality. And, and, and equality cannot exist in a weak system. And this system is weak because it's built on lies. So our task as, a, as an individual and as a civilization is to wake up to realize the nature of what's really going on. At a physical and a metaphysical and a spiritual and emotional and a, and a personal level and, and an impersonal level, if you will, to be able to differentiate the truth from lies. So in that page, on the about page at the bottom, there's a resources section that talks about, uh, there's several, you know, podcast episodes, series and videos that talk about what's been going on in the last three years uh, at a physical level. And uh, we need to have the spiritual strength to look at this and, and listen to, the, in, to our true intuition, realize that uh, when we truly, a lot of people, you know, mostly everybody, don't want to leave their comfort zone and, and their um, their safety and and because of that, they've been enslaved. And so when we learned to the truth and make the decision to be an individual, a sovereign individual, it will cost everything. but at the same time it will give you your freedom. And what I mean by everything is that to, to wake up, to speak the truth in, in the midst of insanity, a lot of people can't handle it because if they were to, you know, realize the obvious, right, um, that would cost them, you know, the approval of the, their peers. And this whole culture is built on kind of that tribal origin, like back in the day when we were in the caves. You know, if if the tribe rejects you, you are out there and by the elements at the mercy of the animals. So it's a, it's a very real fear to be um, ostracized. But this is where we are right now, and uh, now it has become physical. This is no longer a philosophical debate. People are dying. We're experiencing genocide at a world level right now, and it's because people don't know the truth, and they are uh, surrendering their sovereignty and their individuality to coercion by uh, the entire system, the the, the governments, the, the institutions, the... the, the all the, the, you know, the funnels of energy that, that all the way are connected to the world economic uh, structure and pharmaceuticals. And because of that, uh, you know, those people that have um, surrendered their sovereignty, now uh, they're no longer slaves. Now they are on their way to the um, being murdered. And it's happening right now with this mRNA bioweapon. Um, that has been uh, released as a Hegelian concept, right? The problem, reaction, solution. Uh, The whole uh, virus thing was just an invention so that they, a a real bioweapon, but not real, not that hard. It was just a virus, a flu. The real bioweapon was having people out of their own volition take this thing into their bodies. And a lot of them are dying right now. And more will be dying in the next five years. It's going to be uh, catastrophic. But not the people that had, uh, you know, Sonic asked themselves, well, why should I take this thing if there's a 99.98 survival rate? <laughs> or oh, it's because if you don't take it, you can't go to work or travel. Or, you know, see your, you know, uh, elderly father or mother, you know, take your children to, to school. And so you had to let go of all of that stuff if you needed to survive. Because now these people, hopefully a lot of the, those people took a placebo. About 40% of the people received the placebo. So a lot of people are, are fine. But those who have taken the first, the second, the third, and the boosters, they're pretty much dead. They're dead walking. And this is what it takes to have an awakening in consciousness. You can't tell this to people. They have to live it. And what I'm more profound and, and shocking experience than seeing your family die suddenly out of climate change, which is absolutely fucking ridiculous. These are the kind of stuff that anchor your spirituality. Why? Why are we awakening? Why are we becoming self empowered so that we can make decisions in our life that shift our timeline? So that we can move our attention and create a new future. And this is where this Jinky 41 comes into play. To be able to anticipate what's going to happen. And make decisions according to that. We're not here to bring the, the old power structure down. Fight it down. Or any of that stuff. That stuff is based on attention. People's attention is 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 the fuel. Is the, is the, is the The foundation that keeps it in place. When the attention moves from there, when people stop believing the lies, when people are experiencing the lies and realizing and stop trying to fool themselves and say, no, it can't be possible. It can't be possible. It is fucking happening. And then they move their attention and say, I want a new reality. And when enough of us are awakened to the point that say we we are... We don't choose slavery anymore. We don't choose indoctrination and propaganda and murder anymore. We want love. We want beauty. We want a new reality. And then and only then can we create it. This isn't about waiting for the Messiah to come and save us or any political figure to come and change anything. This is about us living a life with an understanding of reality. From a place with an open heart, you are beginning to download information directly from the universe. And you're going to know things that are going to blast through realities before because all our attention was on you know, the things of the matrix. But now our attention is somewhere else. And this is what we're doing, the work we're doing. So on that page, you will see our social media links. As always, I'm not a teacher of anything. You, no, no one can teach you this stuff because this is about you. No one can teach you what God is. No one can teach you. No one can tell you who you are. You have to find it out for yourself. So what I'm doing here is I'm just studying this Jinky's book. This book is a tool. It's a system. It's a toolbox. It's a map. It's, it's also. It has no dogma and it should never be put on a pedestal. It's just philosophy. This stuff is words. What we're doing is input putting this data into the brain so that we can have a conversation with God. High frequency, high data, data conversation so that we can get answers directly from the source. And then we can call forth manifestation of this data so that we can have an, a physical experience. So that we can have electromagnetic embodied visceral experience. Physical and also metaphysical because you can actually have electromagnetic metaphysical experiences. only you get a revelation of like within something, something clicks and you go like, wow, and your whole body starts tingling, tingling. You may even get sick. It's pretty, you may start crying. These things do happen. Um, but that's what we're after. True experience that will give us knowledge so that we can know truth. No one can tell you the truth. We hear truth. We, we hear data here and there, and they call it facts. They call it truth. But were you there? Do you know? What do you know? Only what you've lived. That's what we're after here. We're here after truth. After enough knowledge, we'll be able to have the wisdom to differentiate and make our decisions based on our true intuition. not on. Uh, I mean, obviously, we have to make decisions with beliefs. Based on data, but we are also become objective and more uh, inquisitive about stuff. Not just swallowing whatever we're given just because somebody with some recognition is saying it. That is the preferred way of manipulating the masses. Having people with status, with with influencer uh, capabilities, spreading lies. And then people believe them because how could they be wrong? They look so nice. They smile so pretty. They're so good people. You don't know who these people are. There's a thing called acting. And and the greatest actors are not in Hollywood. They are in Congress. (laughs) Those are the great actors. Greatest actors are always in politics. But that's why we are awakening. So that nobody can come and bamboozle us about anything anymore. So let's dive into this 41st gift of anticipation. The Ring of Origin. This gene here represents the basic pressure to evolve, to seek out new experiences. This evolutionary impulse is the secret to the 41st gift of anticipation. The more you raise the frequency passing in and out of your DNA, because that's what we're doing here, the more conscious we become about our power by accepting our darkness, because we look at uh, all this nasty stuff in the unconscious and we're freaking out about it. You say, fuck, I'm not going to put that shit out. It's going to mm, destroy my life. But that's because we're so used to expressing our power with the heart closed. The expression of power with, with, uh, with the heart closed is like shooting a, a weapon that is, uh, that is clogged. It's going to explode and it's going to harm you and whoever is around you. Um, But what happens is that when we uh, learn to look at our power, and it's still nasty, it's in the unconscious, we make it conscious, and then we figure out through our contemplation, through our deep, profound allowing of this presence into our heart, listening, God, how can I express this darkness with love? This is the gift. This is the racing of the consciousness, raising of the frequency. And so the more we raise the frequency, and this frequency passes through our DNA, because we're talking about electromagnetic fields, consciousness envelops your entire body. It's not just, it, I mean, it, it goes into the brain and it operates, you know, and, it, and we have stuff happening electromagnetically in the brain, but it's all over the body. It's in every cell. So the more we raise our frequency, which means we are exerting this power, we are expressing this power, but now it's being expressed in in service, in appreciation, in caring of yourself and of your body, your bio-machine, and yourself in others. You see yourself in others, in everyone. So now you're expressing, in this case, we're talking about Jinky 41, expressing this fantasy But with love, how can it be of service? And that is kind of like the question. How can I express this power, this darkness with love? How can it be of service? How can it give to to myself, to others simultaneously? How can everybody win because of my actions? How can everyone win? And sometimes win for other people might mean lose, Because it doesn't mean that you're just going out giving lollipops to everybody. Some people need a big fucking kick in the teeth to wake the fuck up. Because nothing else is going to give them that experience to that moment. Some people need to go through their suffering. We all have different ways. We are not here to dictate what is the evolution of others. The expression of our love, it's our responsibility not to fix other people's lives, because then at that point it becomes control. And that is a very veiled expression of this closed heart. Close, allowed an open heart is allowing life. These concepts they sink little by little. It's not something you pick up right away, but you begin to experience. The best example is you know, the golden rule. Treat others how you would like to be treated. But it only really works when you understand what love is. Because if you treat yourself like shit, you're going to be treating others like shit. So the golden rule really starts working when you learn how to love yourself. And not from a place of taking from others, because that is not love of yourself, but from understanding the divine dichotomy. So at this point, the more we raise our frequency, passing in and out of our DNA, we become more and more sensitive to the hidden properties in the world around us because now our body is becoming more activated. We are writing these incredible biomachines, these bodies that have so much that we don't understand because they're designed to work with high frequency. We, we, most people don't know about extrasensory perception in the spirit world because all of their attention is on blame and shame and guilt and fear and anger and vengeance, and so those are low frequency uh, consciousness uh, emanations, if you want. Because it's funny, we're going to the city of an emanation here on this jinky, um, but uh, they're because they're an electromagnetic field, but they don't go really far. They are not very expansive. They 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 don't activate the the bio machine. Ability to reach further because they're afraid. When you're in, in fear, you're disconnected from that ability to perceive and connect with the, with the world, with the universe, with other people. You can't feel other people's hearts. And and that's, that's why, you know, all of these secrets are reserved for those who learn the true power of love. And a lot of people say, well, all this extrasensory perception and spiritual bullshit doesn't exist. It doesn't exist for those people because they don't have access to it. You can't access this stuff when you're still stuck in your need for power and control over others and of life. So, um, so you become aware of the presence of um, these hidden properties in the world and um, Because it's the presence of morphogenetic fields. Morphogenetic fields were first postulated by the scientist Rupert Sheldrake. And a morphogenetic field is an invisible energy grid that communicates specific information across time and space. Depending on your sensitivity, you can pick up information about the past or the future from the field. So basically what these morphogenetic fields are basically your uh, kind of like strands of no of of information uh from the akash the grand akash the reservoir of all information past present and future and all possible angles of experience uh, information and emotion uh, on all po- possible timelines in in all possible universes so everything is the akash and that information is is everywhere, but the morphogenetic fields are, are are access to certain strands of. It's like um, uh, when you when you put an address on on the internet and you're going to a website, but when you put it in a search engine, that term will give you the results of that search engine that are related to that term. It's not gonna you know if you put a a term called called shoelaces, you're gonna get stuff related with laces and shoes but you're not going to get stuff related to oranges and, you know, sunsets. Or maybe at some point you could have a picture of, a, you know, shoelaces in the sunset. But, you know, you see what I'm saying? A morphogenetic field is a very specific strand of information that you're getting uh, because of that that focus, that attention. So every one of these jinkies, the 64 jinkies is is accessing a strand with or or an area, if you will, or a, um, a region of the Akash and it's going to give you that kind of information. So, as higher frequencies begin to operate through this jinky, it picks up very specific information from the morphogenetic field. Every one of the 64 jinkies operates out of a particular morphogenetic field. For example, the programming partner of this gift, the 31st gift of leadership, attunes itself to all higher frequency leaders on this planet even inspirational leaders from our collective past so we have these two uh, jinkies we got jinky 41 and jinky 31 these two are the programming partners at the shadow we have fantasy leading to arrogance arrogance leading to fantasy that is the loop of hell and then you raise the frequency and we have anticipation leads to leadership and leadership leads to anticipation the leader it's a leader because they can't see the future Right? So do you see the connection, right? So what kind of morphogenetic field you're going to have access through the thirty first gift? You're going to have access to information from the leaderships on leadership. What does it mean? And the leaders and their 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 kind of contribution to the uh, rearranging of consciousness throughout history. Even uh, f- uh, fictional leaders that you could have written in a book. Right. All leadership. This is kind of that stream of that morphogenetic field and the morphogenetic field of Jinky 41 anticipation will give you the access to very specific abilities, people that have the ability to see the future. So connecting with that energy consciously will give you access to that through time and space. Obviously you have to work for this. It doesn't just pop up because you're saying, yeah, this is not just like the internet that you just write a, a, you know a phrase and you get it immediately. This is really understanding how the search engine works. And it's all love. I mean it doesn't need to get confusing and, and, and complex. When we dive when we surrender, when we let love embody our, our whole essence, in this love, you will know things, and this is the knowledge that is beyond thinking. That the personality, the per- thinking is, is still doubt, right? Thinking is 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 trying to trying to trying. Thinking is trying to hit the mark. Knowing is seeing the mark, and it's not something that you choose. You choose to to be present. You choose to to, to allow love to flow, and from that love. From that flow, you will be guided to the natural flow of that timeline. You be where you have to be downloading the information that you have to download, having the experiences that you wanna, that you are, that you're. It's not. It's not even that you're meant to have. It's more like we have a sort of laid laid out a storyline, a, a kind of like loose storyline before incarnation in order to traverse these very specific areas of consciousness so that we may have understanding of reality. And uh, so as we, as we are traversing at some points, we're going to, um, you know, when we're starting to say, well, I know the way and it's going to be like this and this and this, that's when you start getting hit on the head and on the face and on the nuts. You're going to get hit on every direction. You're going to go like, well, why nothing's working because you're forcing yourself through life. When we surrender to the love of God in our heart, we start getting that inner drive that is like a guidance. It is guidance. It's like a light. And it will go here to the right. And now you move and now you're dancing and now you're moving and then you go to the left. And I mean, we're talking multidimensional. So it's just, it's just a silly example of left and right. But it's Listening. And listening in your experience and experiencing your relationships it's a it's a beautiful life that's completely different than what we've been educated and how we've been educated to operate completely different reality um so each jinky draws strength and power from those who have come before and at the same time also attunes to those who have not yet been born, because the Akash is all possible combinations of consciousness. Everything that can be experienced, every thought, every combination of thought, every reality, every possible possibility, timeline, every action of every entity throughout the entire multiverse. So the future already exists. And this is what storytelling is really where people have that gift. They are already downloading things and maybe even putting together stuff that will become that timeline, but it already is. This is when you start getting into the paradox because we can't put God in a box. We can't, you know, solve this with a linear answer. Well, it goes from point A to point B to point C. No, we're talking about quantum consciousness here. So we really need to start letting go of our linear linearity, linear of, of thinking. <clears throat> this is the future, right? Uh, so it may explain why certain people uh, seem to have premonitions about the future. Both of these gifts, anticipation in Jinky 41 and the gift of leadership, Jinky 31, operate together, one reinforcing the other. The greatest leaders are those who anticipate what's coming. And they're using the knowledge of the experience of the past to choose and sift what works and what doesn't. So they do build on what works, you know, good conservative values of, of that are cohesive, but that are not so rigid that don't allow growth and change. So you do need both wings of the bird conservative and liberal, right? But it needs to be a balance. This is the same thing. Male, female polarities. We need that center, that balance, that neutrality, that equality, right? And that's what we're looking for. This is what good leaders do. They they have this ability. And I'm not talking about politicians or people that are lying. I'm talking about real leadership. And real leadership is not really talking, although they do have that power it's doing. It's leading by example. <clears throat> so these are both leadership and anticipation operate together, uh, one reinforcing the other. right? People with the gift of anticipation are naturally held up as leaders. The 41st gift has a single genetic agenda. It is always attuned to the next evolutionary energetic grid that is waiting to descend into form. So um, when you are when you tap into this transmission from the Akash, you're tapping into the next layer of reality that's uh, that's about to coagulate in this uh, in the in this reality. Uh, unless you are incredibly advanced, like Nikola Tesla, which was seeing layers ahead. Uh, a lot of them has uh, haven't been completely been manifested, but or you know geniuses like Jesus, you know, or Buddha that are seeing way, way, way ahead. But usually normally gifted people, not like supernatural, you will see the next layer. And that's the next thing when you're looking at an S&P 500 and go like, well, this is what's going to happen here and here with the tech stocks and with the pharmaceutical bullshit. And you can actually move because you're seeing it, how it's going to happen. You have a history, you know how to operate the, the markets and you're you're capable of of making this, you would call predictions in quotes, right? And if you're a good leader and you know what you're doing, it will work. Uh, this is why great uh, people, um, they are capable of doing a lot of things. There's a lot of, also like a lot of charlatans out there that you could see them. Oh, it's because, you know, what's his fucking name? Um, Warren Buffett, right? You know, Berkshire Hathaway. Oh, he's genius. He's the Oracle of Omaha. No, the motherfucker controls how this thing is going to work. So that's why it's working for him because he has control. He's a gangster, you know, just like many others, like Soros or all of these fuckers. Most of this stuff, when we're talking about finances, you're really looking at gangsters controlling monopolies. And so that's why they know what's going to happen. Not because they really know, but because they control the levers that are going to make things happen. But we're, we're talking about real leaders, you know, people that have incredibly amount of power that they're like their their heart is open and they're broadcasting that signal. These people are like George Washington. And they 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 have the ability to to see what's going to happen from a very different point of perspective. And we can go on and on and on with examples, but that's not what we're doing here because otherwise it'll take forever. But um, so. So the 41st gift has a single genetic agenda. It's always attuned to the next evolutionary energetic grid that is waiting to descend into form, the next thing that's ready to happen. Behind it are the hidden blueprints of evolution itself. This is what I keep talking about, that we're laying out the blueprint of the future with this understanding of these archetypes. If we are able to understand personally, individually the archetypes, embody the archetypes, And live a life. And forget about, you know, all the complexity and everything. If you can just live your life with an open heart. Taking responsibility for your own darkness. And finding a way to express that darkness with love. And uh, being honest to yourself. That's what authenticity is. The inner drive within you will lighten up. And you will be driven. To a very specific thing and, and, and place and you will do your work, whatever it is, it doesn't even matter what the work is. What matters is that it's done with an open heart. That is the blueprint of the future that I'm aware of, that I'm seeing that, that, that grid of reality. And it is made of the connections of the heart of people. It's a network of hearts, of love that is flowing through people. And, and from that place, then things and creations and, you know, buildings and businesses and, you know, societies and you know, cultures, all of that stuff comes out of that. But it doesn't matter. The end result doesn't matter. This is, we live in a, in a backward civilization where it's all about the end result. We're going to build that building and it doesn't fucking matter on how many dead bodies we build or how many lives we destroy or how many, doesn't matter. We're going to get that fucking building up. And by the time it's done, it's dark and gloomy and awful. Because it's built on murder and, and and lies. That is the civilization we're living on, a civilization built on the back of slaves. And I'm not just talking about African people, I'm talking about everybody. Or or gay people or any of that bullshit. These are just little examples of subversion that have been put purposefully to move the attention of people so that they so that they have a relief of a relief of steam of some sort for that atrocities that have been built on top of everything. But when we start living our life from a different place, our creations are going to happen different. We're operating in a new reality, a new timeline. Whatever the world is doing, they will keep doing but it's none of our business. That stuff falls apart because it doesn't have soul, it doesn't really have a foundation, and so um, so which blue which blueprint this um, this forty fifth gift picks this anticipation picks up depends upon the level of, of frequency and the person's cultural conditioning and geography. Obviously, you know the kind of uh, upbringing that you have, you're going to be picking that up. If you were a rancher, you're probably going to be thinking about the different kind of ranching. If you are uh, raised in a lawyer, a family, and, and you're really into that stuff, you're probably going to be thinking about reviewing the, the, the understanding the nature of constitutional law versus uh, stu- stu- statutory law and, and, and really bringing that back up if you're if you are into tech or industry, you're gonna be thinking about what blockchain can actually do. If it's truly free and 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 not you know a, a, a Trojan horse. If you were, if you grew up in India, you know you might be awakening into a consciousness that evolves past the untouchables concept of like lesser than people and bullshit like that. So every place, wherever you, your place is, you're going to have a slight different manifestation of how this, this grid is going to look to you. You're going to see a different possibility. So we pick up different blueprints in different places. And, our, and as our frequency rises, the more details that we, we will see. Premonitions sometimes occur to people when their body receives a sudden charge of frequency, a sudden surge of frequency through a shock or through being in a particular place with a very strong morphogenetic electromagnetic field. So the more we are uh, open, the more we are capable of perceiving and receiving information that exists in the field, in reality, in three-dimensionality. And this is when true adventure begins, right? Because life is so much more than what we've been told it is. We've just been looking at the fucking bells for 50 years, right? How do we have time to perceive multidimensional doorways in nature, Right? When we go there, barely do we do it to relax because we've been uh, cogging the machine for so long. This is, this is a complete change in everything in our lives. right? So people are waking up and as we awaken these gifts, we become more and more subtle, uh, have, have a subtle awareness within us that it becomes a, li- a um, electromagnetic listening through the entire body. And it becomes really amazing. Most occult phenomena are the result of sudden electromagnetic surges through the 41st Ginky. So all of this stuff is coming through the codes in our DNA. These impulses are often misinterpreted when the surge quickly dies back and the shadow frequency regains its grip on the vehicle. This is why a lot of people go cuckoo. When they start receiving these downloads and they start getting, they get old, really new age weird or fanatic religious weird because they get, they go from, they were in the gift of really getting a download, but now they're in the shadow, their heart is closed. It's all about them or their ego or their personality, whatever you want to call it. And now they're back into the fantasy. And now you start to hear all sorts of freaking weird shit like Scientology and their fucking bullshit of Sinu and and the airplane that crashed into the volcano. And now then 13 million people stuck in there. You hear that bullshit in everywhere. Even in religion, Christianity, Hinduism. Why? Because the heart closed up and it stopped being about loving and serving life. And it became about power. And what does power do? It's going to come up with a bunch of bullshit. So we need to be very aware of that, right? This is the this is our job at, at all levels, right? So these impulses are often misinterpreted when the surge quickly dies back and the shadow frequency regains its grip on the vehicle. The mind paints its own fantasy. The personality paints its own fantasy of what it just experienced. Is going to translate it into bullshit. And people can interpret these sensations and express and impressions in very diverse ways, and and you know uh, some of it it could uh, you know depending on 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 how high and in the frequency we remain, we are actually gonna have experiences, multidimensional experiences. We could see beautiful. You can see through time. We can see other entities from other realities, from other time frames, from the future. We can see. Um, our own lifetimes, past and future. But it has to be grounded. We need to remain grounded, objective, right? With a heart open in service. There cannot be any like, you know, this is for, for my own glorification. Because what it really means when you somebody you get into that head trip is that you really mean that you don't think you're good enough. That's why you want to be so big. Because you don't think you're good enough. When you understand that you're a child of God, such such as everyone else, the entire of the universe is your kingdom. It's like walking into your kingdom and trying to steal a base and like putting it under your 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 your. Did you see that movie? It was a Eddie Murphy movie, a very from the eighties, and uh, Dan Aykroyd. Right, Dan Aykroyd was a, a rich man and um, Eddie Murphy <laughs> becomes a hobo he is a hobo and so they there's a couple of old men that play a bet with each other that they could turn their rich uh, kid into a hobo and the hobo into a rich kid and so Eddie Murphy ends up being like given everything and he walks into his house cuz now he's rich and he's a hobo and he's like putting all the stuff inside of his jacket. <laughs> like it's mine, it's mine, it's mine. Really getting to the table and starts putting the bread into his pockets and everything. This is what what we are when we get uh, you know into this consciousness of like it's all about, you know, the glorification of my fucking Instagram personality or I am the rock star or whatever of that bullshit. We're just, you know, entering into the house of God and shoveling whatever the fuck we can into our pockets. When we live there, you see, it's it's not about that we are not epic, awesome, glorious beings. But when we get into that mindset, we allow the personality because it's fear. It is coming from I am not good enough. I am not worthy of love. And so now I'm this big and I'm going to show it to you. Blah, 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 blah. Because we feel like that. This is our work. We all are dealing with this shit. So it's not like one people are better than the other. We're all dealing with this stuff. But becoming aware of it changes everything. Because now you know, oh, I do that shit. And I don't have to. And there's nothing wrong with it. You don't have to beat yourself up once you realize it. You're like, okay, I'm doing that shit again. Okay, okay. Take a deep breath. Let it go. Fuck that. <laughs> so we've reached the end of the episode today. And uh, tomorrow we're going to continue with part two of this 41st gift of anticipation. Podcast is every day, Monday through Sunday. You can find us on every podcast app out there. When you go to TV, that's J-O-U-R-N.tv. You can find on any recent page. You can find, uh, you know, you can sign up to our email list if you click on that. You can, you will see all our social media. You can also find all of that stuff on the about page. And uh, if you click on the P- pioneers link, uh, also on that main black menu at the bottom of John.tv, uh, that will take you to the category: the pioneers of the Great Awakening. These are special podcasts we make. Episodes uh, where we have guests and uh, we they tell us their story. The story of their life, how they found themselves in the midst of the darkness and learned how to heal themselves. And now they've come out of that nasty hole and they are sharing that gift, that healing, that sword, that weapon, that treasure, whatever they found there. And they're sharing it with everybody in their own words. This is incredibly valuable because we all kind of resonate vibrationally to different kinds of of, of delivery, right? And And so... Uh, These are beautiful people from all walks of life, and you can check those out. They're also on video, not just on audio, and you can find them right there. And if you need help, you need support through your spiritual awakening, you need help in starting this work, you need personal one-on-one coaching, or you're going through your dark night of the soul and you had a spiritual awakening and now you're freaking out, or you've just been red-pilled about what the fuck's going on in the world and you're freaking out, or you just need help with your relationships, with your work, finding that center, that balance, that ability to be present and deal with your life from a place of coherence within yourself, feeling whole instead of reaching out how to feel, uh, feel, F-I-L-L, the holes in your life instead of that really finding that unlimited source of energy from God and having that energy fill within everything in your life. If you need help with all of that stuff, click at the bottom right corner of TV. There's a support button. Click on that one and you can find all the different uh, programs and, and coaching and guidance that we have there. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is Planet Homemaking Podcast. And I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or evening.